Speak into it. Speak. Speak into it. Situated in my Speak into it. Speak into it. Speak into it. All right. Speak into it. All right. I think we've eliminated. So, uh, uh, we've we've had uh, one fairly major comment since. Uh, you good? You're, yes, you're reclined good. now. You're all set. Good. Good. That should work very nice. Okay, excellent. Audio is nice, Mr. Chris. We did have one uh, uh, comment off of our Planet of the Apes episode. Cool. And uh, it was your dad crinkling. The packaging for the fidget spinner is the most sonically displeasing thing they've ever heard. <laughs> cool. So, to- so this time around, we do have your fidget spinner on hand. We just have to be displeasing. Yeah. Uh, to get comments. Go. All right. That's all. That's all you got to do. Yeah. So uh, 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 last this week, we opted to abandon our uh, uh, vague dystopian miniseries uh, in favor of uh, a lighter fare. Dad, what did you think of The Big Lebowski? I, I, you know what? We saw it a couple days ago. I still don't know. <laughs> I, although, um, um, <clears throat> thinking about it, um, the, the main guy, um, Jeff... Uh, the dude. Yeah. What? The, who's he, the actor? Uh, Jeff Bridges. Bridges, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah Jeff Bridges. Uh, <clears throat> really, a really cool character. Okay. Um, really, pretty uh, obviously very laid back. Stuff didn't <laughs> seem to really get to him. No. Um, even though he was faced with all kinds of gruesome uh, uh, things happening, getting uh, beat up and uh, potentially killed and stuff like that. Um, but uh, the whole. I, I don't. I don't know. The whole movie. It's a, it's a very simple story. Um, is it? Is it a story? <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. I guess. Yeah. The Big Lebowski. Yep. His his plan. Okay, I'm gonna pull up IMDb so I can actually look at these actors' names. Was uh, to get money. Um, he didn't have any, and uh, he used uh, the dude. Uh, as the goofball to do it for him, and uh, um, just a bunch of wacky stuff happening in, be- in between. And John Goodman. Um, was oh, please tell me what you thought of John Goodman. Good. Um, they, I mean, they really pushed the Vietnam vet issue. But what? Wait, the movie came out in uh, 1998. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But they did mention up front that it takes place in the very early 90s. Like, you see a broadcast of George H.W. Bush right. talking about an issue with, I right. believe, Kuwait. Yeah. 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 And then yeah. they had the that uh, that uh, cameo by Saddam. <laughs> yeah. Saddam Hussein. In the dream sequence. Yeah. 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 Oh, God. I love that. Uh, so this is... I had a very similar experience with this movie as you did. A friend of mine this has got to be like 12 years ago now a friend of mine like showed this dvd to me and was like you've got to watch this movie it will change your life and my immediate reaction to it was what the hell was that what was the point of any of this but then just sitting on it and percolating on it for years i i realized 
I think the key to unlocking this movie is realizing that every single character thinks they are in a different movie and behaves as such. Uh, if that makes any the, sense. Well, the, yeah, the char- <clears throat> their characters, yeah, they were all certainly extreme individuals. Um, mm. um, I wasn't sure what Donnie's job was. Or Donnie's point. Well, that was, you know. Let me look up the history because uh, Donnie Steve Buscemi was in the previous movie directed by the Coen brothers who wrote and directed this. And I forget their immediate predecessor to this movie. Let me look but, that uh, up. It, it, uh, uh, Fargo. The, all right. Sorry, you continue. He was, uh, I mean... Uh, John Goodman was just kept telling him to shut up. Never, never acknowledged him as a, as a human being or anything. And then he ends up dying. And I, mm-hmm. what was the point of him dying? I don't know. I mean, sure, stuff happens in life, but what's the point of putting that in the movie? Uh, so they could dump the ashes. I, you know that. I, I, I honestly could not begin to tell you what the point of literally any of this movie was. Although the the at the. Uh, um, at the funeral home, when they're negotiating the the price of the urn to take right. him out, what was the, what was the the cheapest urn was one hundred and sixty dollars? Uh, yeah, like one hundred and sixty, like. hundred, yeah. less than two hundred. I a a real story. Okay, a friend of mine. Okay, do uh, tell. Oh, probably twenty twenty thirty years ago or something. Uh, his aunt somebody or something died in California okay and he was like the next closest relative and he got he was responsible for arranging the funeral and everything and so he says okay well how much is this well our, our coffin is you know two thousand dollars our, yeah. our economy coffins he goes economy no 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 coffin. no like what 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 do you have cheaper well there is nothing well don't you have like a like a box or or can't you just wrap her up in a shroud or something and this is a real story right, you know yeah. he he didn't he, he he hadn't seen this aunt since he was like six years old or something oh okay and so there wasn't like much of an then, emotional then, no no it, no it was just okay crap i gotta go he, to california he's the closest relative. yeah and get this oh, wow, you know it's just by by paperwork by law he's the closest relative right so uh uh, he's got to get her buried, and you know, and, it, and they said, "Well, you'll want her to look nice, you know, uh, you know, at the viewing." He goes, uh, "Viewing? What? Can, can't you just wrap her up in a blanket or something, and you know, put her in the in the box and <clears throat> like, like, you're, ta- wh- like wh- you're bringing a dead dog home from the vet?" Well, <laughs> like, why would you spend X amount of thousands oh, on, yeah. you know, oh, just yeah. to put it in the ground? You know, this now this is a man's viewpoint. Ladies, maybe you have some, uh, you know, different. You, now, although he the, didn't have any the, closeness to this relative, the death industry is very weirdly complicated. Yeah, you yeah. wouldn't think it is, but uh, yeah. What can we carry? Uh, what can we carry? Oh, and then so they ultimately carry the ashes out in a, in a the, coffee can. I always wonder every time I think about that. Like that is primo product placement because for they're they're eulogizing over a Folgers coffee can. Yes. And I always wondered did Folgers pay to appear in this movie and were they happy with their appearance in the movie? <laughs> like, oh yeah, John Goodman eulogizing to, to yeah. oh no, they oh no, the ashes are oh no. Yeah, John Goodman is going to endorse our product. Wonderful. <laughs> Wait a minute. I know my own parents, another true aspect 
they were both cremated when they passed, and uh, um, they, and they came were in, in Maxwell House, Karen, right? No. Okay. No, it wasn't even a coffee can. It was a milk carton. No, they, <laughs> they were because we were having the ashes buried. Right. Part, some of them were spread, and some were buried, um, but they I, came in just uh, like a eight, six by six or eight by eight plastic box with right. a slide-on lid, snap-on lid, uh, and, and like they're inside a plastic container. They're inside a a, a plastic bag, a heavy-duty plastic bag. That's how oh, they that's, give you the ashes. Oh, nice. Okay. So, heavy-duty. That's that's a nice... That well, you, for you don't want, like, you know, a, a dollar store right. Ziploc or they something. They sprang for the high-quality, yeah. hefty bags. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. that's, that's how crematoriums give the ashes back to you in a in you know sealed in a plastic bag right you know so i mean that makes sense yeah, yeah. so uh i'm sure the urns or the boxes you know cost very 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 cheap we didn't get a display urn so to speak <laughs> and they now that that urn is now underground at a uh, cemetery yeah yeah so it's really on display for everyone to see so N- no, it's underground. No, no, that's what I I uh, meant. You, okay. you you went for the okay. cheaper option because who's going to see it? Exactly. I mean, if you exactly. really want to take a look, you'd have to put a lot of effort in. Well, you which have to dig. Pr- yeah, you dig it up. In, in, involve breaking a few laws. Yeah. To begin with. And by the way, uh, 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 another interesting part: Uh-oh. they only bury uh, ashes less than maybe a foot underground yeah they're not like a body that has to be six feet down so it doesn't stink up the neighborhood or whatever i you know you saying that i just remembered um gramps's uh funeral and it was raining and they had dug a little bit of a hole maybe a foot and a half deep but it had filled with water. Yes. So, oh, God, this is dark. Mom, skip ahead the next 40 seconds if you're listening to this later. Uh, uh, I just remember us standing over the grave and Uncle Chuck just kind of pushing down <laughs> on the box, but it kept sloshing back and up. The, and the water gurgling, oh, oh, gurgling. Oh, yes. Oh. Yes. Uh, so death is not uh, a, refi- a refined <laughs> experience as, as you see uh, uh uh, like a Hollywood presentation. No, yes, it's, it's yeah. not. Um. Uh, there, there were a couple of things that we noticed in this in this movie, and I remembered seeing this little doofy bit of trivia before watching the movie. And um, you pointed out while we were watching it, the dude's character introduction is that he is writing a check for yes. sixty nine cents yes. for a carton of half and half yes. at a grocery store. Yes. And if you look at the check, you realize it's dated September 11th, which, you know, at oh, the that time... I didn't notice. Which, at the time, it's 1998, it holds no actual significance. Good it's point. just a weird bit of trivia later conspiracy. on. Conspiracy. Yeah, conspiracy. Yes. That they happen to be broadcasting a news broadcast of George H.W. Bush oh, man. while he's writing a check, supposedly on 9-11, but then later on in the movie, and I would not have caught this otherwise, the landlord that the dude attends the, uh, attends the dance recital yes. for, the landlord mentions, hey, it's almost the 10th. Meaning he's late on the rent, but then you realize he is post-dating a check 
for 69 cents. Oh, okay. Good point, good point. That is such a weird, deep thing that I would not have noticed had, like, these random bits of trivia popped up uh, uh, earlier. But it's like, how... What kind of lifestyle are you living to need to post-date a check? That's less than a dollar. (laughs) Yeah. Unbelievable. The fa- yeah, the fact he's writing it. The check, the printing process, uh, and buying the box of checks was probably more than 69 cents oh, or yeah. 67 yeah, cents. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, just did anything like, did you have a favorite sequence or a favorite um, character? The, when uh, um, he he got drugged drinking the Caucasians, as he calls them. Oh, right, um, yeah. He, uh, you know, the, um, he went through uh, a lot of funky dancing. The, the and, musical sequence. And, yeah, the musical sequence uh, and stuff. Gutter yeah. balls. Yeah, that was uh, that was pretty clever. Uh, that was entertaining, and I thought, <laughs> I thought, man, how much fun would that be to to be filming that? You know, to be acting well, in that part. It's also just wild because, like, like I said, like every character thinks they're in a different genre of movie, and all of a sudden it turns into this old-style Hollywood musical number. These are the same guys that, uh, uh, just a few years ago, directed uh, Hail Caesar, the movie all about old Hollywood and movie production. Yes. And there is several dance numbers very similar to With the... George Clooney was mm-hmm. in it. Yes, George yes, Clooney yes. And, yeah, that cast is stacked as well. Okay. So, but there's like a synchronized swimming dance number. Yes. There's that uh, dance number with all the sailors talking about how there's no no ladies at sea. Okay. Yeah, but it's just like uh, only these filmmakers would think of this kind of movie because they are all so skilled at every different genre. Okay. Uh, like their previous movie, Fargo, was an oddball murder mystery. They later did Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? That was whack. Um, what I think you might really like, um, we might have to do this as like a, a double feature or something. The original with, I believe, John Wayne, True Grit. Okay. These two brothers, the Cohen brothers who wrote and directed this movie, back in 2010, they did a remake of True Grit. No kidding. Starring Jeff Bridges. In okay. The, uh, in the, um, I just said it. The Western guy. Oh my God. John Wayne. John Wayne. Thank you. I kept thinking Goodman. I'm like, yeah, that's not him. Mm, yeah. No. But it's, uh, that's that's one of the few Coen Brothers movies that I managed to see in theaters. Was it, and it is phenomenal. Was it a serious Serious movie, unlike the it was, Lebowski. I mean, which it's was... definitely got comic moments in it, but it's definitely okay. more of a drama okay. than anything else. Okay. I mean, uh, yeah, it's definitely approached from a very serious standpoint, okay. but it's made with that kind of... Their style of dialogue okay. is definitely uh, predominant throughout okay. the film. It's it's very excellent. It's, I think it's one of their only movies to gross over $100 million. Wow. It's like... Ev- I say everybody. A lot of people, by word of mouth, uh, uh, saw this movie. So I'm, I think we I'm, might yeah, have I'm, to put it on the list. Yeah, ne- ne- never heard of. Ne- oh, never oh, heard oh, of it. Uh, hang on, mom's chiming in from the other room. There you go. Jeff Bridges won an Academy Award for it. Well, of course, the, the of dude. Of course, yes. yeah, of course, he's the, the dude. dude. Yes. but it's also like Jeff Bridges is also one of those weirdly diverse actors he's okay. shown up in so much stuff um and in this movie he plays almost the perfect stoner it's kind of incredible yeah yeah <laughs> uh he's you know constantly drinking constantly he's wearing smoking those dope. Weird 
jelly, not flip flops, like the sandal things. Yeah. That I remember yeah. mostly being worn by like twelve year old girls yeah. at that time period. Yeah. Well, you know, it was comfortable. It was yeah. comfortable. Oh yeah. Uh, when uh, the the opening scene where he's in the supermarket, um, I I thought he was like in his underwear. Yeah. He, I mean, it could have been, but it's like shorts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's got that long robe thing on, but I thought, well, why is he like walking in the store in his underwear? But uh, um, uh, another uh, part that I thought was really fun to watch was okay. what happened to his car. Oh, the his car. car, his beat up old POS car. <laughs> Somebody steals it. I don't know why right, you yeah. would steal it. It's not even worth much as scrap metal. Uh, he wrecks it. He bangs it up a couple times. Uh, then it gets torched uh, on fire, and it's like, how how much can you do to this junker piece of crap car? Right. Uh, and he's he's got the front end uh, tight uh, tied together with bungee cords and stuff, <laughs> you know, so it doesn't fall apart. Then finally, they're riding around with no windows in it. Right. Uh, because, yeah. Yeah. Because, it's as uh, retribution for uh, John Goodman wailing on the Corvette. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, that car was like. Oh, uh, man. Uh, well, I. At, funny you should mention, I was just randomly scrolling through IMDb trivia. The dude's car is a four door 1973 Ford Torino. Two vehicles were used in filming, one was destroyed during the filming. That's. Seems kind of natural. And the other was destroyed in the filming of The X-Files Season 8, Episode 9, Salvage. So, okay, weird crossover with uh, The X-Files, Interesting. This movie. Okay. <laughs> interesting. Um, okay, so you did mention uh, while we were watching it, like, or after we finished or whatever, how many times they used the F-word. And Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, Sam Elliott, the cowboy who narrates the movie, even calls the dude out, like, do you have to use so much bad language? Yeah. He sounded just like me, didn't he? Yes. <laughs> With the big mustache, yes. But I got curious, because I knew that this was one of the, the, the top swearing movies of all time. Out of, let's call it the top 100 movies for using the F-bomb, and I'm... I would want to put. There is a supercut. Of all the uses of the f bomb oh in this movie on YouTube, it's. I highly recommend it. It's a tremendous two minutes fifteen seconds. <laughs> um, uh, it is truly phenomenal. I might. I want to play a clip of it on this episode so badly, but we are just struggling to hold on to our clean rating tag so i'd have to do some crazy editing to to censor it out what number out of say the top 30 movies because they this list goes to 143 of 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 the use of the worst f-bomb specifically wow really which movie do you think holds i'm missing out on a lot uh, of movies yeah Well, we can go through it a little bit, but say out of the top thirty, which number do you think the Big Lebowski is? Uh, it's got it. I would think it's in the top ten. Okay. Do you have a closer estimation as to where it is on the top ten? Six. Okay, so number six is Casino. I believe that's a Martin Scorsese movie. And I'm going to disappoint you. The Big Lebowski is number twenty-nine. What? With a number. Of 
260 uses of the F-bomb. And and I love this stat. They actually have a column that is how many F-bombs per minute. Oh, God. And the Big Lebowski clocks in at 2.22 uses per minute. Uh, (laughs) So, number one... And I feel like this is cheating. I don't know what this movie is. But it is called Swearnet the Movie from 2014. And that has, uh, uh, in 112 minutes, it uses the F-bomb 935 (laughs) times. And that's at 8.35 Fs per minute. Wow. <laughs> Did somebody just sit there and just say the F word well, over and over and over? This. It looks like it is a 2014 Canadian, Canadian film directed by Warren P. Sonata. Uh, stars the Canadian television series of the Trailer Park Boys. Okay. Uh, well. Appear as themselves as they embark on creating a fully uncensored internet network. So there you go. That's uh, number two is a documentary about the word, the F word, which I feel is also kind of cheating. Yeah, that cheats. That cheats a little bit. And the uh, uh, the first, I think, purely fictional movie on this list or nonfiction drama is The Wolf of Wall Street at five hundred and sixty nine. Wow. Uh, uses okay, but there's still a steep that was drop with off. Di- wasn't that DiCaprio? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, but that is 569 f bombs throughout the movie, whereas that's number three. Number two is 857. Okay. So that is a violent drop off. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Casino, Uncut Gems, um, Menace to Society, Pride and Glory, Jarhead, Bro- Brooklyn's Finest. Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction, The Big Lebowski, and then immediately following Big Lebowski is Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, which that just doesn't it it doesn't make any sense. Uh, <laughs> Interesting, but uh, yeah, I absolutely recommend looking the supercut. Oh, I will. Of, yeah, that's fun. That yeah, sounds like fun. Fantastic. Yeah. It, you it's one of those things where you can almost get a feel for the plot just watching them <laughs> say they have bomb. Uh, another good movie that I recommend that for is Scarface. You can okay. actually see the entire arc of the movie. Uh, mood swings and all, just okay. in that super cut. How about uh, when how about when they um um I Bridges was so um pre- so strong in using <coughs> His name, the dude, the or dude. being called the dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, that was just just such a big thing for him. Uh, and he introduces himself. Or you may call me the dude, or your dudeness, dudeerino, <laughs> uh, and, and he goes on on different different uh, manners of saying dude. But uh, just to be called the dude was cool. Cool. Just <laughs> that's who he is. That's who he, he is. Really did just embody the concept of. The dude. Yeah, yeah, and you know, if you had to picture what a, what the dude would look like, yeah, that would. Well, be it's bad. it's kind of ironic, really, because dude originally was used by actual cowboys in cowboy times to describe somebody who uh, prided themselves on being a little too fancy or yes. clean, yes. so like a tourist cowboy yes. of sorts. So it's kind of funny how 
the phrase dude has shifted to yes. the opposite of that because the yes. dude is anything but a, a dude. down and out stoner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, something, uh, a throwback uh, to my era, uh, smoking, uh, smoking the joint roaches with the little roach. I clip. was going to ask about uh, that. That's yeah. something you young folks uh, haven't had the uh, pleasure of experiencing likely <laughs> or many of you, but using a little electrical clip to, to hold the very tail end of the joint, so you could smoke it all the way down to nothing. It's bitter uh, end. It's bitter end uh, to to enjoy all the resin uh, that it accumulated in the paper. Smoking the roach. Uh, <laughs> everybody always had a couple of roaches in their ashtra- ashtrays in their cars. Uh, yes, those are ashtrays uh, that we actually right. we actually used for ashes. Okay. Yes. Okay. I'm I'm fairly certain your statue of limitations is clear. So yeah, I think, uh, they I think can, you're all right. They can come get me. Yeah, it's they a bad world right now. So yeah, yeah. we're uh, we're locked. Be we have a vault like uh, uh, security system here at the uh, um, uh, dog kennel uh, studio. So <laughs> okay, yeah. uh, they'll have difficulty getting in. Yeah. Yeah. The 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 storage unit yes uh i'm that i'm sure mom has scrapbooked or decoupaged yeah. all yeah <laughs> uh now i did want to this is unrelated really but i guess quasi related to the the idea of being a stoner you told i just want to get this on the record because i i did a very brief preliminary search uh today you mentioned that you saw the grateful dead in concert when yes. they opened for Jimi hendrix yes i really want to see i'm going to put that out into the ether right now to see 1969, if we can find, uh, 1969. in philadelphia uh temple stadium i'm gonna okay i'm uh, gonna uh i'm glad i'm getting this on a recording because i'm gonna try and find that i don't know if it was temple something. stadium that was uh, it was temple uh university uh, or temple university's sports field it wasn't really a stadium you know i had wooden bleachers and stuff back then right but, but it was an all-day show uh like from 12 to 12 or something and they had numerous bands okay uh and i know the grateful dead came on late in the evening and then finally Jimi hendrix all right i'm gonna try and dig up at least like a poster or something for that. absolutely i would love to find that absolutely uh and and this movie feels like the time to discuss that but um, yeah, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. yeah. Plan, you, yeah. you had your dude, pardon me, your dude phase. Well, there were dudes around me. Let's say <laughs> there were dudes. I was, Are, I was, am, <laughs> I was among the dudes. Okay, have you found yourself shifting back into dude territory in your retirement in the in the year now that you've been retired? Yeah, you know, like uh, you know, life can be pretty casual. Uh, have you, know, you dug out that roach clip yet? You don't. Uh, <laughs> What? I said same clothes for the poor. Oh, same clothes? Same clothes. I'm going to find you that sweater that he wears. Yeah. Like, I yeah. Li- yeah, like yeah. that. Like that's that. Yeah. Look, it's it's like a bathrobe or something. I, right if we can get to a Comic-Con together, I'm fairly certain we can do like a, 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 a two-person cosplay as the dude and... Um, uh, John Goodman's character, nice uh, Walter. I'm, f- I've, nice. I've shaved my head. I've got that beard. If I dig out yellow aviators, I'm pretty sure we can pull yes. it off. Yes, yeah. I'll just be look really mad all the time. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. Um, Always be complaining. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else you want to uh, mention? In- interesting movie. A lot of, a lot of fun parts. Uh, the dude is a, a terrific character. I don't know why would he drink white Russians though. That's the weirdest. Weird, you know, like, like 
like why you know well you know what typically they would have you drinking whiskey or beer or or possibly even wine or something but the uh, white russians just like really that's just a weird <laughs> Do you think it's part of to do with the munchies? Like it satisfies, like some sort of. I guess, yeah. It uh, it's a sweet, you know, drink with the Kahlua and mm. and the half and half and stuff, you know. So, um, interesting. A Caucasian. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, all right. So I think that about wraps it up for the Big Lebowski. Lebowski. Um, we do. I did pitch this idea to you off mic, which I kind of hate doing, but whatever. Um, I think we're gonna do all three in a row. Uh, so we've got the next three weeks wrapped up in terms of movie selection because they just dropped on Netflix and I'm so excited to rewatch and talk about them, uh, with somebody. Dad, tell me, doctor, where are we going this time? Is it the fifties or 1999? Uh, uh, isn't it 99-ish? Well, we've got to go back. Then it must be the fifties. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, I'm thinking. I'm thinking of like we're doing the Matrix. No, we're doing um, no, no. Matrix um, is on the list. We're gonna get there. No, we're doing um, Back to the Future. Back to the Future. Yes, I'm yes. so flipping excited. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Th- oh, those are so much fun. Watch, oh to my watch. god. Yeah. That's. I'm they gonna put. To watch. I'm gonna put it out now. Okay. Three is my favorite. Okay. I know that's an unpopular opinion uh, on the internet, but three is absolutely oh, my screw, favorite. Screw so. what people think. Well, yeah, well exactly. you know, that's like just like your opinion. Uh, so it's on Netflix. It's readily available. Uh, 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 I'm not... Uh, we tend to do a lot of movies that aren't regularly available, yeah. like the 1954 Godzilla. Yeah. yeah, all right, go find that. Yeah, uh, go buy the hundred dollar Criterion collection of the first fifteen Godzilla movies for that one. Um, but Back to the Future, I'm very excited for it. Yes, um, that'll be fun. All right, uh, I think a little bit of housekeeping. I screwed up last week in announcing what our new Twitter handle is. I think I said Frank underscore pod. I was wrong. It's pod underscore Frank. Of course. Uh, And you can search for us, Frank Reviews Pod. The picture is me and you last summer at the Man Center seeing The Empire Strikes Back. Okay. Both of us dressed as Jedi. Yes. Uh, That was fun. Uh, So, yeah, it's pod underscore Frank. I am HD Lickner on Twitter. And Dad, you want to take us out? Oh man, you know, like, 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 get up off your sofa, do something with your life, uh, go out there, wear your mask, uh, six feet away. Uh, all of you folks that think it's time to get back out there, that's fine. You know, we could, we need to, to clean the gene pool out anyway. Uh, but don't do that. You know, don't, 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 don't get. Uh, don't get the Rona and take we're it back just, to grandma and grandpa. We're, we're okay? advocating eugenics on the show now. All right. <laughs> well, you know, it's, if, if you want to do it to yourself, that's up to you. Yeah. All right, uh, don't enough. be stupid. Be a smarty. Don't. Don't finish that <laughs> sentence. I know what that <laughs> sentence is. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's go bowling.